Genesis chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, and then verses 15 and 17. Thank God for our band. God bless you. That's all y'all got? Cause... Yeah, y'all got to holler loud. I'm funny about my band. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank God for y'all. I know, I know Wiz is out um, on the road this week, uh, but, but, but Rod holds it down. Amen. Amen. And I appreciate all you guys for what you do. Uncle Ray just keeps driving from North Carolina here. Uh, amen. And every week. And we tell him to stay home and he don't stay home. I guess he got to make sure he got his spot in this new building. So, <laughs> but we thank God for him and, and Ann and, and Quick and all of you guys. I love y'all. I appreciate you. Uh, I will say thank you, praise team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Done nothing helped my spirit like good music and good singing. And don't nothing kill my spirit like bad music and bad singing. Genesis chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, 15 and 17. If you don't mind, if you are able, please stand in reverence to the word of the Lord. And then you may be seated after um, this portion. If you stand up any other time after that, it's on you. The only, other, only times I ask that you stand is at the reading of the word of the Lord and, and when the invitation is given. Those two things, if you don't mind, I would appreciate it. If you are unable and I understand, you're fine. Genesis chapter 2, 8 and 9, verses 15 through 17. And the word of the Lord reads, The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Genesis 15, 2, 15. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. That's enough of this text for right now. I want to talk about the power of the tree. The power of the tree. Lord, I need you here. Use us for your glory. Take us out of ourselves. As a matter of fact, God, I don't feel like preaching, so do me this favor. Preach through me. In fact, preach to me, through me till you make yourself happy. And God, I'll just be happy with the residue of what you do. In Jesus' name, amen. The power of the tree. As I uh, just read in the text of scripture in the book of Genesis, uh, there are multiple trees in the garden that God creates for man. And out of that multiple trees, he points out two specific trees. 
you had apple trees, you had pear trees, you had china berry trees, you had uh, 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 muscadine vines, you had uh, uh, all apricot trees, you had uh, scuffinine and, uh, for country people. Uh, you had all of these different types of bushes and trees and fruits and stuff. But he points out to, he says, this is the tree of life. You can eat off of every tree, including it. But there is another tree of the knowledge of good and evil that you can't eat off of. In fact, leave that tree alone. The tree of life was a representation of God as a never-failing life source. It was in the center of the garden, the center of creation. It is this tree that keeps the system of life in motion eternally. God does something interesting here. He, he, he's a God of eternity. He's not a God of time. That means he has no uh, uh, hindrances. Nothing holds him back. He is eternal. But what he decides to do is he takes his scalpel and he cuts a slit out of eternity a slither and he takes that slither and calls it time and then he places it here in the earth realm and then he creates a being in the middle of what he calls time mm. he creates a body that is housed in a time period and then he blows his spirit which is eternal into the thing that he creates. And man becomes a living nephish or man becomes a living soul. And so what we have is an eternal God who creates a limited span of time. Forms a body which is limited to the time that he created. And then puts eternity inside of him. Seems oxymoronic to me. That I am a finite being with infinite capabilities in me. I'm hindered by my surroundings, yet I'm unencumbered by anything. Because what is down on the inside of me? And then he says, now that I've placed eternity in you, I designed a tree, or I designed a tree in the middle of that creation that helps to perpetuate the eternity inside of you. That is the tree of life. God created man to be eternal as he is eternal. And he placed us in eternal uh, surroundings and circumstances. And then he places us in time. Why then would God, as eternal God, bring, uh, bring time on me? Yet put eternity in me. Why would you do that to me? Why just not make me eternal? He says, because I wanted a way for you to measure my goodness to you. Your mind could not fathom what eternity is like. It's not ready to handle it yet. So I'm going to give you something that you can wrap your mind around. You can, you can wrap your mind around two hours of church. You can, wreck, you can wrap your mind around 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. And so I want to put you in a circumstance where you can say from 10 to 12. 
God has been good to me. And start to measure out minute by minute, moment by moment, second by second, hour by hour, day by day, the blessings of the Lord on your life and how much he loves you. Uh, can I tell you that you're going to live for eternity one way or another? Since I got my red robe on, I can do my holiness preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to live eternity in heaven? Or are you going to live for eternity in hell? And what God gives us is a choice. He says, here's a tree that I want you to eat from. But there is another tree that I don't want you to touch. Because you're not ready for what this tree offers. The tree of life is, is a testimony that God already has made provision for that he creates. Can I prove it to you? Uh, uh, God will never create anything without providing the provision for it first. Okay, I can show you. I can show you. Before God would create a fish, he had to create the ocean for him to swim in. He's given him the provision before he ever created the situation for the need of it. In other words, whatever I need has already been provided. Oh, yeah. God would not create the birds without already giving them the expanse of the heavenlies to be able to fly. Uh, yeah, look at your neighbor. I ain't told you to look at your neighbor all day. Good. But this is my first time. This is my first look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God has already provided for you. Yeah, he's, he's already provided for you. I don't know who you are in the room, but somebody's wondering what's going to happen this month. Some of y'all are wondering what's going to happen. The first has already been the first. And so some of y'all are wondering what's going to happen on the third. What's going to happen by the fifth? Because I got to take care of some stuff. And the things that I need to take care of, I don't see right now. Uh, yeah, God has already provided for you. I don't know who I'm trying to point this point to, but your provision is waiting. Your provision is waiting. Philippians 4 and 19 says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory in, by Christ Jesus. In other words, oh wow. In other words, uh, 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 I, my God shall supply whatever you need according to his bank account. Not according to yours. According to his abilities, not according to yours. According to his ability to make a way, not according to yours. And my God, I wish this pollen wouldn't stop me from preaching like I really want to preach. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. The truth of the tree is that the tree uh, provides life for us, but it also makes us make a decision on what we're going, how we're going to live our lives. Because eternity is in us. We shall spend eternity somewhere else. I see the truth of the tree, but then there's also the treachery of the tree. There's another tree in the garden. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which symbolizes moral knowledge. Moral knowledge. Moral knowledge is a knowledge that only God can sustain. Okay, I can prove it to you. I can prove it to you. 
Um, in us, there is two things going on. We have a soul and we have a spirit. The soul is a part of our makeup. It's a part of our being. It's our mind, our will, our emotions, our intellect. It's those things. The spirit is what God blew in us. The goal is to merge the spirit of God and the soul of man together. But the problem that most of us have is there is a separation of the spirit and the soul. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can prove it. I can prove it Bible. Paul says, uh, uh, the good that I would do, soul, spirit. I don't do that, soul. The evil that I run to, soul. I do that freely. That has nothing with, to do with the spirit. And so there is a choice. He says, oh, what wretched man I am. I'm wretched. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? There is a part of me that's dying because I'm having issues between my spirit and my soul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no sense in y'all looking at me like y'all looking at me because all of us wrestle with the, wrestling with the spirit. And, and, and the soul, my spirit says, love you, forgive you, walk away, take it. My soul says, slap hell at you. And the only reason you ain't slapped right now is because my spirit is controlling my soul. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Why do you thank you, Philip? Why do you think you need the blood? You need the blood to help the spirit with your soul. Because mm -hmm. the blood is the backup for when your soul runs from your spirit. Okay, many of you are sitting in this room because you were covered under the blood when you were doing your mess. When you were doing all the stuff that you knew you weren't supposed to do. When your soulish man got off and on a tangent and started saying everything, started doing everything, you took your Holy Ghost sabbatical. You took your Christian sabbatical. You took, you took a vacation from godliness. And when you did that, the blood covered your, your soul while the spirit was yet working and wrestling with your soul. There is a choice. Tree of life. Tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Ah, we, 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 we hear that the mind is a terrible thing to waste. We hear that knowledge is power. And that is a true statement, but the problem, though, if not, with knowledge is, if knowledge is not corralled in the right place or directed in the right direction, your knowledge can kill you. Oh, even biblical knowledge can kill you, because the Bible says that that the, the the letter the letter killeth, the law killeth, but it's the spirit that maketh alive. That brings things alive. And so this knowledge of the good of the tree takes away the innocence that God wants all of us to have. Oh, yeah. I know this was no shouting sermon. The tree of life represents my dependence on God. 
I got to eat from this tree in order to continue my eternity. When I get too much knowledge, and I'm not saying that, hear me well, hear me well. I'm not saying that we are to be uneducated. I'm not saying that we are to be dumb, even not just uh, uh, educationally, but spiritually. I want you to be smart. I want you to study like the Bereans do. I want you to know that what I'm saying up here makes sense and is in the Bible. But at the same time, when we have knowledge and no dependence, we become independent. And the innocence that Jesus says, suffer the children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. The innocence, the childlike quality, depending upon God, is lost. Mm. A true relationship with someone requires vulnerability and, independ and dependence. But independence denies what we have, denies that what we have a need to be vulnerable to. In other words, in order for me to truly have a working relationship with my wife, I have to allow myself to be vulnerable to her. I can't be independent from her and expect for our relationship to grow. Because independence takes us two different directions. But pastor, we live in the 21st century and if we're talking about marriage, she came with her own and I got my own. And that's why, and if you don't put parameters, then that, if, if you don't put a definition about what my own is, then you're going to go in your own separate directions. And there will be an area in your relationship that will not flourish. Well, should I have my own bank account? Sure, it don't bother me. But you got to make sure that we are one in one accord about what's going on with all of it. I don't know why I got on marriage right there, but 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 if we gonna stand before God and say what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine, we gonna have to live that way. No matter what room. Okay, let me see if I can preach this well. You can reach it. In my house is a whole lot of rooms. Those rooms have different themes. One room may be for sleeping. One room is for eating. One room may be for storage. One room will be for entertainment. One room, can't nobody go in because it's plastic on them white sofas if it's your house and nobody can go in there. That's the living room. But all of the rooms have a purpose. But it's all our house. She may be in the kitchen. I may be upstairs. Although we're in independent rooms, we're still in the same house. And there is a dependency on her for me to pay the house note. Because if I don't pay the house note, we're going to be dependent once again. We're going to share the car. She got the front seat. I got the back seat. The bottom line is, it's all ours. But what we do is we become so independent, we do it with God. God, I'm independent of you until I need you. I don't want to be under your authority. 
I want to be under your blessing. I can't, I can't, I can't have it both ways. Either you're, you're there or you're not there. Either you're with me or you're not with me. Either you're apart or you're not apart. And the thing is, you got to, you got to choose which tree. The tree of knowledge left mankind in constant pursuit of what he already had. Okay, I'll show you to you. Okay, y'all know the story, right? Eve is walking in the garden, talking to herself, I guess. Well, I believe they had the ability to talk to the animals. She did speak to the snake, didn't she? So, she walking around talking to the animals and... And, and, and the serpent comes and starts to talk. Now, if you got King James, it says he beguiled Eve. He talks to her. And, 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 and the first thing he said, did not God say? Come on, come on, come on, yes. Now, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, the enemy tricked Eve into believing that there was more than what she already had. He told her that God did not want her to be like him. So don't eat from the tree. He says God's trying to keep you from being like him. And he knows if you eat of this tree, you're going to be like him. And so that pricked Eve. She says, wait a minute. Did not God say that? The devil says, did not God say that's how the enemy trick you? The enemy ain't going to tell you a whole lie. He's going to tell you just enough truth to make it believable. Show you how it works. Come here, Carl. Just, just walk to here. Yeah. Carl. Carla was dogging you out. Didn't, didn't you see when she was standing up here uh, talking to, 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 to him and he was looking at her hair and he was, they were dogging your hair out because her hair white and your hair red and red represent the devil. You got the devil in you. And if I were you, I wouldn't take that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There ain't no love here. Now, she walks away. First of all, she's questioning what I said because me and Carla just talked. We just got through singing on the praise team together just a few minutes ago. So why would she dog me out about my hair? Why would she do that? But then she walks away, walk away saying, but they were up there talking. And he was looking at her head. And so it sets up questions. And how about two plus two is four? I took a truthful situation and made it something that it really is not. And now I've caused discord between them two. Yeah, yeah, 
Now, everybody that likes Amaris is mad with Carla. And everybody that likes Carla is mad with Amaris. I have beguiled both of them. Did not God say that if you eat of this tree, you get all knowledge and you will be like God? The enemy has us running in desperate search for stuff that we already got. Okay, how did, let me ask you a question. How did God create man? In his what? In his own image and in his own likeness. Doesn't that mean like he created man like him? The whole cool of the evening that Adam met God every evening was training. How to rule the earth like God rules in heaven. Because the original plan was there were two kingdoms. The kingdom of heaven and it was supposed to be the kingdom of the earth. God was the sovereign over all kingdoms. But man was going to have the authority over the earthly realm. He was going to be a smaller version of God in the earth. That was the original plan. That's why the Lord's Prayer said, Give us this, uh, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What that prayer says is, God, you have my permission to do whatever you're doing in heaven in the earth. If we weren't supposed to rule the earth, why would we have to give God permission? Because God respects authority. And God says, if I'm going to place you as a small g, God, over the earth, then I'm going to ask you for permission to interfere in earth's affairs. And so he, 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 he does that. He says, won't you be like God? Eve didn't catch it. Eve didn't think, wait a minute. I already am. I already got eternity in me. I already look like him. I already can talk to him face to face. Let me say something about this. God cannot be unequally yoked. We always say we, you know, not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers as humans. But God cannot be unequally yoked. God cannot, if he could, he could deal with sin. But he can't deal with sin, so he has to separate himself from it. He can't, he can't function with sin. He either has to eradicate it. He has to eradicate it. He has to do away with it. He cannot co-op with it. He cannot roommate with it. Everybody with me? All right, so this is the truth. The truth is that God created us to be like him, to learn his ways, to understand his thoughts. But God cannot be in a relationship with someone who is not like him. The oldest trick in the world is to get us to do the right thing the wrong way. That was not a problem with Eve wanting to be more like Jesus or more like God. The problem was she tried to do it her own way outside of what he said. Let me deal with the man. The problem with Adam was the original command was given to Adam. 
He told Adam, don't eat from that tree. Adam was there when the snake was talking to Eve. Adam said nothing. This is just me. This is, my, this is just me. If Eve had taken a bite out of the apple, I don't believe we would have been in sin. I believe that God might have dealt with Eve. But I don't think the whole world would have been put in sin. But when she takes the apple and gives it to Adam, and Adam takes the apple and bites out of it, now the world has to separate from God because God and sin can't be roommates. And so now, see, all temptations play upon the desire to satisfy legitimate needs in illegitimate ways. Okay, since you asked. All temptations play upon the desire to satisfy legitimate needs in, in illegitimate ways. Let me see if I can say this clean. Read between lines. If a man or a woman desires companionship in their relationship and the companionship needed is not being provided. Everybody with me? Y'all looking at me like, what? Y'all got it? I'm, I'm trying to be clean. Ain't no children's church. Okay. If that's not provided, it's a legitimate need. But when I call Sally and go out and get the companionship that I need, I have satisfied a legitimate need in an illegitimate way. And because of that, there is a separation. We can't be roommates because it seems like you've gone your way. And I'm getting ready to go my way. You see, yeah, 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 yeah. That, and the truth of the tree is they were in a situation where they were asking for knowledge they weren't ready for. I got to ask Jesus when I get there. I ain't in no hurry to get there, so y'all going to have to wait on the answer. But I got to ask him, God, why is it that you would put a tree that you don't want them to eat of? In the garden in the first place. First, I, I, one answer I do know, because he wanted to give us a choice. I follow that. But, but, but now, but now, why would you call it the tree of knowledge and tell us don't eat off of something that will give us knowledge? I may be right, I may be wrong, but I'm going to throw this out there anyway. I believe that the garden meetings with Jesus or with God talking in the garden when Adam would meet him in the cool of the evening was training for how to handle the knowledge of the tree. And if Adam and Eve would have gone through the process 
then one day they would have been able to go to that tree and freely eat because they would have been prepared for the responsibility that that tree demanded. All right, uh, so the tragedy of the tree now is Adam and Eve eat from the tree. And instead of Adam dying for his bride, Adam dies with his bride. Say that again. Instead of him dying for his bride, he dies with his bride. Now they are responsible for a knowledge that they have no power to master. I didn't bit off more that I can chew. And their choices have left them uncovered and exposed. Uh, 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 I know I shouldn't eat that doggone apple. Now, I'm bucket naked. All my stuff showing. It didn't matter before because we weren't focused on my insecurity. But now that my eyes are open, I see some stuff that I didn't pay attention to. Oh, y'all, y'all know how it is when you think you super fine till you really look at yourself in the mirror. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wear black all the time and you wear your junk blousey, but soon as you step in that mirror naked. Now, 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 if you got good high self-esteem, you can suck your stomach in as far as it'll go without you killing yourself. And, and you'll sit there and say, well, boy, at this age, you still got it. But when you exhale, Man, I got to leave them sandwiches alone. I got to, I got to get on this fitness challenge and start doing me some, some, some leg ups or something. I got to do me some deep knee bends. And then, and then you see Charlo on there running 500 miles in 15 minutes. And, and, and then he don't want to sit down. His metabolism is so high and he doing all he doing. Then you be like, you know what? I need to be doing me some way backs or something. You start seeing some things about yourself that you had previously fooled yourself about. Okay, all right. You know when you told yourself that you got your attitude together and then somebody messed with your money? Oh, I'm in the room now, huh? Now all that Holy Ghost you had, all that that you were speaking, gone. Because your check is short. I ain't got time for that now. Yeah, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, but now I got to cut you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Adam now recognizes, recognizes that, 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 that something is different about me. And he starts to see bad things about his bride. God said, Adam, where art thou? I'm over here. Where? Here. Come out. I can't. 
I'm naked. Who told you? You was naked because last time I talk, I'm the one that speaks to you. Who told you that you were naked? Adam, come out. God telling us we got to come out. But I, I, I'm looking a little young right now. I don't want to come out like this. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. So, uh, hey, what you, what you see over there, girl? Well, I, I got some fig leaves. Give, give, give me, give me, give me, give me a couple of them fig leaves. Because we can't stand before God looking like we looking. We got to cover ourselves up. And so, and so, they got fig leaves and sewed fig leaves together. So they could be presentable before God. But when man sinned, they started the cycle of death. So everything that's disconnected from the life source now starts to die. When Adam ate of the fruit, he started dying. Eternity started fading. He pulls the fig leaf off the tree. As soon as he disconnected it from the life source, the leaf started dying. Adam and Eve were inseparable. That's how it always is. Separable. Until God questioned what happened. That woman that you gave me. Wait, wait, hold on now. Because uh, Kiki, when, 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 when the woman came from him, he jumped up and said, bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. This is the mother of all living. I'm going to name her. This my boo here. I call her Eve. But when God challenges them, he says, this woman, you gave me. Adam starts to play the blame game. And because of the region, I would de demise that Eve was not necessarily uh, of European descent. Now, she probably wasn't African-American. But she had a little color to her. And I don't know if it's in the pigmentation or whatever. I just imagine saying, now, hold on. You ain't finna put this all on me because if you were the man... Like you were supposed to do, if you had done like you were supposed to do, I wouldn't be talking to that snake no way. But if you was most submissive, woman, then I wouldn't have to have to do that. You should have followed, you should have followed the order. God, me, you. You out of order. And you the one got us in this trouble. Kill her, God. You made her make me a nothing. It, 
we begin the relationship starts dying. So now you have Adam who is dying and is now dressed in dying things and is experiencing dying relationships. Everything around them is dying. Question, and I'm out of time, so I'm going to have to stop. Why didn't Adam choose the leaves from the tree of life? They hadn't been kicked out of the garden. They're still in the garden. Why would I go and get some doggone fig leaves when I can go right to the tree of life and hopefully that would cover up everything? Get me back right with God. Mm. See, what I found is something secular always shies away from something sacred. When you're in a sinful state, you run away from sanctification because you feel one disqualifies you from the other. I ain't taking no communion because I don't play with God. Because I wasn't right. I, ain't, I did some stuff. I said some stuff. I thought some stuff that wasn't right. I don't play around with God. I don't, I don't, I don't take that. Y'all can pass that plate right on by me. Because that was something, and I know growing up culturally, that was something that tells, uh, told us that if we wasn't right Saturday night, we don't need to come in God's presence on Sunday morning. Not knowing that it's the presence of God that can heal you, deliver you, set you free, bring you out of the stuff that you found yourself locked up in. And so Adam stayed away from the tree of life. Ain't it funny that the tree that, he tell, that God tells him he can't eat from, he doesn't. And the tree that he says don't eat from, he does. So he shuns what God says. And chooses his own will. Let me, let me speed this up so I can get through. This is what happened. God curses the serpent. Curses Eve. To live without. Uh, uh, to, to live and to have children in pain. She makes her subject. To the man who accused her. Wow. That's a whole sermon right there in itself. She says you are now subject to the, your husband. You got to answer to him. You got to obey him. Her argument is, I got to obey somebody who didn't lead me at the right time. I got to obey somebody that, that when things got hot, when the spot got hot, when the spot got hot, he, he blamed me for it all. Instead of being a man and taking it for the team. And I got the answer. God curses the serpent. God curses the Eve. And then God tells the man, now, where it was easy for you, you got to work for it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to cause the things to come up out of the ground to make your work harder. Then he said, now, I'm going to close up Eden. You've been evicted. Pink slip. You've been evicted, and I'm going to put a guard on every gate. 
with orders to kill you if you decide to enter in. Hmm. Why, God, you gonna kick me out the house? Because if you eat from the tree of life now in the condition that you're in, there will be no hope for you. You will be eternally in a sinful state. So I got to dismiss you for your own protection. Because if you go to that tree now, I will be forced to eradicate you. Get out! And so, we find ourselves kicked out. We made a bad decision, made a bad choice. God has put Adam and Eve out of the garden. They don't have access to no tree. I'm going to stop, but I'm going to close with this because I don't want to leave y'all melancholy. That man don't leave you with no kind of hope. I imagine, I imagine Adam, after some time, he's had time to contemplate on or think about his decisions. And Adam hurting right now. Adam has to go to work. He gets up when he don't want to. Hits the snooze button on the clock. Tries to get a few more minutes of sleep. If I could just get five more minutes, just five more minutes. Before I got to get up and go to work. Clock goes off again. He rustles himself up out of the bed. Something different about old Adam now. Adam used to be happy to jump up every morning when he was in the garden. No aches, no pains. But now Adam jumps up out of the bed and what is this? I ain't never had no problem with my hips before now. What is this? Gout in my toe. What is this? I can't even wear no shoe. I got to wear one house shoe and one pretty shoe. What is this? Mm-mm. Gets dressed and he starts making his way to work. It's 90 degrees and no shade. He thinks about when he was in the garden, the air condition was all, always on. He was always cool, no matter what the temperature was. But somehow or another, outside the gate, somebody turned off the air. It's hot out here. It used to be that when he was in Eden, Adam could say, I want some, some watermelon, and watermelon would just sprout. Be yellow meat, sweet. 
watermelon and it'd be the juiciest watermelon he could ever get and all he would have to do is say I want it and it would grow up out the ground now I can't even get an acorn to go down in this hard rocky ground and I imagine on the way to work he's reminiscing and passes the gate oh my god I know that you thought when God closed the gate of Eden that he removed it so Adam wouldn't have to see it. No, 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 no. That's not good punishment. Good punishment is when I take something away from you and it's right there at you, but you can't have it. I ain't got to take the TV out your room. I just tell you, you better not cut it on. And you got to stand there in your room and look at a blank screen because you, you, you can't cut it on. That's the punishment. Adam? crosses the gate feels the air condition blowing through the bars sees the fruit tangling from the vines he laid already but he keeps seeing what paradise looks like and Adam decides to have a conversation with the cherub that's standing at the gate. He says, hey, man, do me this favor, man. Let me just get one of the leaves off the tree. The cherub says, Adam, which tree you talking about? He says, the tree in the middle of the garden. Just please. Look, look, man, I don't, I don't even want, I don't even want a, a branch. I don't want a limb. Just give me one leaf and I'll break it off sparingly as I need it. Can you get it? I know I'm disqualified. I can't go in there. But would you get it for me? The cherub looks at Adam and said, no, nah, bro, I can't do that for you. I, 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 my job is I got to stand here at the gate. I'm top flight security, Craig. I got to stand here at the gate. I can't go in there. That's, I can't do that. And so he says, all right, all right, I know, I know you can't, I know you can't go in, but, 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 but do me a favor, do me a favor. Can you call God and ask God for permission to allow you to go get me a leaf from that tree. He says, I can't do it. That's well above my pay grade. I'm not an archangel. I don't have the, 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 the capacity to go talk to God face to face. So you still out of luck. I can't do that for you. And I hear another conversation. I hear Jesus listening in. He's standing there and hears the man. He hears Adam. He said, God, I know the cherub can't ask your permission, but I can. Jesus looks at him and says, if you allow me, Father, I'll go down and get a leaf for him. 
Yes, yes. He says, Jesus says, all you got to do is give me directions. And I will go get the leaf. He's, and Jesus, God looks at Jesus and says, I tell you what, the only way I can allow you to get the leaf off the tree, put me in C sharp. The only way I can allow you to put me in a situation where I can make a remedy for man is that you're going to have to put the two trees together. Jesus says, I'll die on both of the trees if you will allow me to give this man a leaf. Yes, God said there's one more thing that you're going to have to do, Jesus. Because I created him to be the first Adam. You're going to have to be the second Adam. Yes, the first Adam was created. I'm going to make you created. I'm going to make sure that the Holy Ghost and Mary create an embryo that you can step into and come out into the world as the second Adam. Yes, the other thing, Jesus, that I got to tell you, just like I had to walk away from the first Adam on the cross, I'm going to have to walk away from the second Adam. Yes, but the only difference between you and the first Adam is the first Adam died with his bride. But you're going to have to die for your bride. Yes, there is a difference between you and the first Adam. He died with Eve. You're going to die for Eve on both of the tree. And as I recollect in the text of scripture, I see that Jesus died on a tree. But the tree was for our salvation, the tree of life. But it also was the tree of degradation, the tree of sin. It was the tree that opens up heaven for us. It was also the tree that opened up hell for us. But Jesus had to die on that tree. Yes, well, yeah, I think I'm ready now. Well, the way that we'll fix the two trees coming together. The first Adam gave me the idea when he came out with the fig leaves and tried to cover himself that was not enough to cover Adam so I God went and found me a spotless lamb cut him and killed him sacrificed spilled his blood and then dressed Adam in a covering that I made for him Jesus if you are willing to become that covering I'm going to have to cut you I'm going to have to walk away from you I'm going to have to let you bleed in order to cover a multitude of sin yes I'm done now but I came to tell you that the reason that Jesus died on the cross was so he can bring you a tree yes we were unable to go to the tree of life but because of his sacrifice he 
brought the tree to me. Yes, I'm done now. Don't have but a little bit of voice. But the little bit I got left, I came to tell you, because of the blood, you got access to the tree. Yes, if you're going through situations in your life, things that you can't explain, I dare you, take one leaf from the tree. The Bible tells me that the leaf from the tree is good for the healing of the nation. Yes, you don't even have to worry about what's going on in the White House. Just get a leaf from the tree. You don't have to worry about how messed up your relationships are. Just get a leaf from the tree and that leaf gives life to every dead thing. That leaf gives life to everything that you thought was buried. Your hopes and your visions, put a leaf on it. Your dreams and aspirations, put a leaf on it. Put a leaf on your tree. Yes. Quick, that sounds like a good place to holler. But the pollen and nest at my holler. I'll try it anyway. Yes. All I need you to do me one favor. This the second time I'm telling you to touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Say, neighbor, whatever you're going through, Jesus gave you the remedy on the cross. Take a leaf from that tree and put it on your situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Lord. I got one more thing. This is the last time I'm going to tell you to touch your neighbor. This is time number three. Grab somebody else. Grab them out of hand. Yeah, Lord. Grab your neighbor. Grab them out of hand. Squeeze their hand like you're going to squeeze it off. But before you tell them anything, I got to tell you something. I got to make an introduction to you and your neighbor. The hand you got, got decisions to make. Squeeze that hand. The hand you got was mad last night. Squeeze that hand. That hand you got, cut somebody out. Squeeze that hand. That hand you got made bad decisions. Squeeze that hand. That hand you got messed some things up. Squeeze that hand. That hand you got got to go to the doctor next week. Squeeze that hand. That hand you got got to see a lawyer. Squeeze that hand. Yeah, Lord. And look at your neighbor. Look at him in the face. Look at him in the eye and say, neighbor. Oh, that's too low for y'all. Look at him again and say, neighbor. Oh, that's a little bit better. But go on and preach it with me. Say, neighbor. All you need for whatever you're going through is a leaf of life from that tree. If you believe it, shout it. 
I gotta leave from that tree. Yes, sir. Wasn't feeling good when I walked in the building. But it's alright now. Cause I gotta leave from that tree and I got some extra life all on the inside. Yeah. Thank you for the leave. Yeah. Thank you for the leave. If I got any praises in this room, I gotta do a roll call. Where my praises at? Where my thankful people at? Where the people at that thank God for what they did on the cross? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for the leave. Now clap your hands and give God praise. Come on and give him praise. Jesus died on a tree so he can bring the leaf of the tree to you. The whole plan of God is to get us back to Eden. If you read in Revelation, you'll see that when Jesus comes to rescue us, to rapture the saints up, we are all going to come back and reign on the earth. The Bible says a thousand years, a millennium, it's called the millennial reign of Christ. All that is, is completing God's original intent. That his son and his people reign supreme over the earth. That there is no difference in earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. As it is in heaven. If you say now, now this is the fourth time. The second time I told you to stand. No more touch your neighbor. Stand. If you're in this room right now, and you're standing in between two trees. The tree of knowledge, the stuff I can do on my own, the stuff I know about myself, the stuff that I've been able to hustle and bustle and make things happen. And the tree of life, dependence on God and vulnerability to his will. I'm talking to you. Don't choose the wrong tree. I offer Jesus to you. And if you refuse Jesus or put him off to next week, you've made a decision for the wrong tree. The Bible says, I, I offer you death and life. But let me give you the cliff notes. Choose life. You got a choice. Don't go another day without Jesus. 
They're going to know I'm a bad person. Everybody you're looking at is a bad person. That's been regenerated, been renewed, and been restored. We may not live at that address, but every now and then some people go and visit. So you in good company. Choose Jesus. Walking with him is better than walking on your own. Because as long as you keep walking on your own, you keep making decisions that are not adequate to cover your situations. You keep taking dying fig leaves and covering stuff that it don't cover. Choose Jesus. And one touch from him, one leaf from his tree will change your life. I offer you salvation. Secondly, if you are saved or unsaved and you don't have a church home, I offer you an invitation to come join the family now or check us out for a while. If you're not sure about it today, good. I want you to be sure. Make a commitment today. I, I, I hear you, Pastor, and I'm not sure if I'm ready yet to become a member. Okay, fine. But make a commitment to check us out. Visit a while and see.